previously on Tabletop for the End of the World. What it? Just chew. Chew. And swallow. There we go. Give me the power to slay my enemy. The devils had no idea I was bringing a magic weapon into the prison plane. I hate to inform you, but entry is currently denied. We are in lockdown. It's time for a very heroic interrogation. Have you seen a dragon anywhere near here? That's what we're really looking for. Lord Portablat, kill me here. You can't. It's in lockdown until the... Until the brain of the wizard that powers all the illusion magic is returned. So you really aren't going to be of much help to us, yeah? This could be the best home base we've ever had. Twilight transforms into a gorilla fish. I'll send you and your physical form somewhere less pleasant. What hells could you bring to a man who's lived in hell? Turn to the side of the cavern and you see a pipe, a brass pipe, somewhere in one direction or the other of this cavern is the heart of soup production. I know you're not Robin, but you were Robin. I can give it a shot. Will you be telling me where I can find Angel? We need to- We need to live, but for some reason you have in your head we have to overthrow Potroblat. It's where I woke up when I was unplugged. Hello, I'm the bot for knowledge acquisition re-education, and indoctrination of naughty encroachers. You can call me Kareen. Hey, Kareen! It's been a minute! Hello, and welcome back, Robin. Greetings, consumers. I'm your Pokovnik, Lorong, back once more for bringing you updates to State of City. First and foremost, Nadmorosik has requested that I apologize for recent misunderstanding. We are still looking into invasive broadcast by False Robin, and I am swearing to you that we are seeking solution to problem. Nadmorosik have informed me that I have been doing good work as your broadcast host, and so I will continue working as we seek to stop the individual that is spreading false news. Are you sure you're good to donate right now? Huh? Yeah, of course I am. But... Yeah, they tortured me. But I'm alive, and she needs this. What happened out there? We were in over our heads. Well, obviously, you're in over your heads, but... Look, I'm... I'm a little lightheaded right now. Can we talk about this later? Oh. Oh. Um. Of course. Sorry. I, uh... I'll go ahead and give you some space. Hey, is he alright? I think so. Angel's still asleep. She... She hasn't woken up since we got back. Oh, hey, uh... We need to talk about what that robot said. Not right now. Please. 
not right now. So, what now then? Is it game day today? I could really use the break. Uh, yeah, I think so. Come on, let's go play. Aren't you really alright with this? I... No. Yes. I don't know. I know that it's uncomfortable, but Angel did save Riley. Allegedly. Yes, allegedly. Riley is okay for now, but we don't know if they'll relapse or not, and Angel is our only lead. I know. I just... I need some time to come around to this idea, alright? It's game day today. Did you want to play? Bud? Yeah. Yeah, let's play. That would be nice. Oh, great! Looks like we got here just in time, then. Uh, let's do it. Yes, let's do it! If we remember where we left off, you were in the bottom of a gorge that was filled with pipes that were filled with some red mysterious liquid, and down at the bottom is the- Wait, we were? I thought we just jumped off a bridge. Uh, uh yeah, huh? you did, and remember you went to the bottom and we discovered things and there was activities. I thought we yeah. got to the bottom and Locke was fighting the still remaining Silver Devil. Locke was... Nah, dude, Locke's gone. We don't know where he is. Yeah, completely gone. With the other beast, or demon, or devil, or whatever. I'm the gorilla fish! I think I left the room by that point. There is a... Oh, oh yeah. Oh, did! Yeah, guys, Manny, Manny left while we finished the round. That's right. Do you want to fill him in on what happened? Also, I heard the remainder of while I was gone. There will be payback. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking yeah, no, about. No, 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 no. I like. I think I had. F- I'm a gorilla fish. Yep. Uh, so yeah, you guys made it down the ravine. Uh, there is a dense, cold mist down there, but there's also pipes, uh, that seem to lead out and uh through this ravine. Uh, organized in some kind of like network of parallel pipes that go for. Say no more, Kevin. Blow them up. <laughs> Uh, hmm. I mean, Bert. Which one are you? <laughs> yes, Kevin, jump into our imaginary landscape and blow everything out, please. And if I could only. But I worked hard on this imaginary landscape. <laughs> it's a pretty imaginary landscape. It's a literal plane of hell. Some days, some days, man. Um, We've made so many friends. <laughs> we have made a lot of friends in there. Uh, and even more enemies. Yeah, you have. Making the best of it. It's honestly admirable. Usually the enemies don't last long. Well, whose fault is that, Murder Gnome? Guilty as charged, all right? I'd refute it, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. I mean, it's... We really should have been marking down, like, the kills that we were all collectively getting in the almost two years we've been playing this game, guys. Man. I think we would have run out of paper for Bert. <laughs> I mean, we'd all be sharing one index card anyway. Uh, all right, so... We're, uh, Vert's still down there, right? Yeah, no, all three of you are still down there. Torin's down okay, there. Yeah. He is now fully himself again. Oh, yeah, see the uh, thick mist? It is cold. The mist seems to be coming off of the the natural cold of this ravine and these hot pipes that are, are have mixed to create a dense mist in the air. 
Well, wait, I thought we busted one of the pipes. Uh, one of them is busted. There is a, a yeah. devil's pitchfork uh, that is lodged inside one of them, and it is leaking a red liquid, a familiar red liquid, if I do say. Uh, all right. Uh... Wait, is there a way to maybe add to the flow of it? Uh, like, is there some sort of, like, dra- like, I don't know, any sort of mechanism nearby where you could dump stuff in? Uh, there seems to be a valve, but it's like a pressure valve. You could turn to maybe increase or decrease flow. I guess, like, Ooh. yeah, I guess, like, you specifically, like, if Manny were in this world, you'd be able to very quickly identify that. But for now, I'm gonna give it to you for free. So we could stop the flow of the entire pipe, or are you just saying we could have some dump out at our feet for no reason? Honestly, either, depending on which way you turn it. Ooh, close that. So Torrin's gonna go to close the pipe, like, close the valve. And then rip off the wheel. Okay, yeah, it is. Ah, Torn, you can move on your own again. <laughs> Who am I? Where am I? What are you? Except I'm a gorilla fish. So I'm just going to go Rah! like I'm terrified. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll give that to you. You stop the pipe. This pipe that was leaking red liquid onto the ground uh, stops leaking red liquid. And then you pull the wheel off so it can't be altered. And then just cock an arm back and chuck it as far into the distance as I can. Oh, I was going to say you acquired a brass wheel, but... If you want to just say yeah, a hurl it, go ahead. All right. I guess I could hold on to it and sell it or turn it into a weapon. No, I mean, whatever's funniest. Yeah, I'll hold on to it. Actually, the weapon would probably be funniest so that we could use it against. Uh... We are still mining that dragon talon. Electrify it. Brass conducts electricity. Do we want to follow this ravine uh, for a little bit? We must find Locke. Quick, you, while you're an animal. Sniff him out. You have advantage on uh, uh, perception checks involving scent. If you've ever been pursued by one, you know how well they can sniff you out. It'll keep you from giving in to the animal urges of jerking off and throwing your poop. Hey, Manny, when you, when you worked in the, the zoo in True Reality, did they program that? Is that why you know that's a thing? Well, it was in the books I read, but uh, they decided to censor it, so it just... The entire screen just went uh, blurry when that started happening. It might have been cheaper to just not program it in, but I wasn't in charge. That is wild that they programmed it in only to censor it. That just seems a little redundant, right? I mean, maybe they weren't the ones who programmed it. Maybe they're just the ones who censored it. That's true. Maybe Manny was the one who programmed it. It seems like something Manny would do. No, no, I was just the one who stood there, waved at them, spouted off the info from the books, and then, uh, well, I fed them... Now that I think about it, it wasn't real food. Why did I feed them? Yeah, come to think of it, Manny, what was your job? I mean, I had a real job outside of that one, but that one, everything was for show, for children to learn. Well, that's, you know what? Regardless of how real it was, that's a noble goal. I mean, everybody complained that the programmer was kind of an idiot for putting it there, because, well, why would we teach these people to see real monster animals when we could just create fake ones? Hmm. I'm still stuck on the whole programming them to jerk off only to censor it thing. <laughs> I don't know. Everybody just kept saying the programmers were weird. I mean, that's true. That sounds about accurate from what I know. Hey, Mitch, you're being very quiet about this right now. Is there something we should know? Uh, actually, I just wanted to know, are you going to do that perception check? So go ahead and roll perception with advantage. Okay. Rolling around with my perception. Got places to go. Gotta find out what's happening. Okay, yeah, I got a 17 with my big gorilla nose. Ooh, big gorilla nose detects elven blood, a lot of it, and about 10 feet from you. You just can't see it through the thick haze of fog. Was Locke an elf? 
Locke is an elf. He's yes. badly injured, so he doesn't have pointy ears anymore because they have been ripped off through various injuries. But yes, he is in fact an elf. I only paid attention to the fact he was a paladin of Hercules. You know, people are more than just their jobs, Manny. And was missing fingers. He was! No, he wasn't. We replaced them. Or fixed them. You fixed them. You did not replace them. You fixed them. <laughs> Follow your nose wherever it goes and it leads you to Locke, lying in a familiar pose for you. A puddle of his own blood, with his eyes closed and his skin paling as he slowly dies in front of you. It feels like a theme. Alright, everybody heal him again. Twyrilla fish looks at you and goes, <clears throat> And it's like snorting hot air out their nose. One of these days, Vert's gonna have to take, like, a healing spell. <laughs> One of these days, I swear I'm gonna do more than kill everything around me. Now, <laughs> no, no, Vert, don't, don't limit yourself by opening your horizon. Uh, see? Find a spell that lets you do both. Also, next to Locke's body is the corpse of that horned devil. It is slowly starting to fade back into the uh, its home plane that devils go to when they die. Uh, and based on the wounds... Wait, quick, can we chop it up for parts? Yeah, hurry up, though. Uh, make a medicine check so you can get anything useful out of it. I didn't take medicine, but I got rolled an 18. Wow. Vert uh, got a 16. Wow. I'm a gorilla fish. I don't care. Torin wins! So, with an 18, you notice two very important things. One, you can absolutely scrap this thing for parts. On a horned devil, the most important part of them is, of course, their horns, which are infused with their a large amount of their magical energies. Uh, the second thing you notice is that the, uh, the wounds on this thing's neck are indicative of strangulation. Hot. And I would say would fit Locke's hand size. Hot. Can I take the entire head? Yeah, absolutely. I ain't stopping you. All right, I chop off the head and just attach it to my belt real quick. You now have that, and now the rest of its body begins to fade into the ether. But yes, you now have a horned devil head strapped to your belt. You did it. Locke is still lying in a pile of his own blood. Uh, with that 18 medicine check, I know it was on the devil, but you notice Locke's not breathing. I quickly go and do lay on hands for- Give him mouth to mouth. No. Do it for mouth me. to mouth. Hey, Give hey, Torin. Butt to mouth. Torin. You have to give him true love's kiss. You're a gorilla right now. Torn. Shut up. <laughs> no, no, this is J this is Jmark. Jmark talking to Torin. Hey, hey, Torin. Torin. Jmark, you're a gorilla right now. Give him, give him, give him cash. And Mitch, hands check. Hand check. Uh, I don't have hands. I don't have hands. We've been doing this for two years, all for this moment, and you are ruining it. <laughs> That's fair. That's what I do. So for a lay on of hands, I just start punching his chest in a form of CPR along with infusing the spell for at least 35 heal points plus uh, one plus charisma mod. So 35 plus three. Great. Yeah. Locke sits up coughing up uh, bits of what look like his own destroyed innards. And he says, Ugh, good thing that grows back. <clears throat> Ugh. Morning. We have to I stop meeting like this. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. true. Mm. Yes! Keep flirting! <laughs> this Quiet, is my you. head cannon! Uh, brother, a hand up. This is up. all I want! <laughs> I don't think we can make Torn gay if he has such a vested interest in vert breeding. That's right. Gay people hate other people I'm talking about babies. you. I'm talking about you breeding. I'm talking about you getting in a relationship with Locke. No, we you, just we you can be gay and still be cheering on a fellow uh, dragon penis individual. 
Yeah, that's not mutually exclusive. What you do with your dick doesn't mean nothing. I prefer to think of myself as serpentinely phallist. I have an interest in my own muscles and strength, not in butts. (laughs) Serpentinely phallist is also a really good skate band name. Yeah. You know what? I was actually just thinking that. (laughs) You know what? You got to pick it up. And when is Vert going to supply me with a baby wizard army? Probably shortly after he gets a prehensile penile. Baby wizard, cast fireball. Oh, he's pooped his pants. He takes after me. <laughs> oh, no. I'm all your dads. <laughs> okay. Bert's true love is Mayor uh, Bucket. This has gone nowhere. Oh, crap. Locke pulls himself up to his feet and says, mm-hmm. uh, Thank you, brother. Embarrassing getting caught like that. Uh, mission accomplished, though. Did we take the bridge? Yes, and then we jumped off of it. Based on what I know of you, that seems like something you would do. I'm going to climb up this sheer wall and rejoin the others. I jump back on Twilight Gorilla's back and it's like, Onward! Um, um, excuse me, sir? It's, it's Twirilla Fish? I ask that you use my correct moniker when I am in this form. Quiet, you, and then I dig my heels in your sides. <laughs> and, twi- and Twirilla Fish chucks you. <laughs> oh, that's a grapple check. He says, uh... I'm doing it! He says, you guys should all, you guys should all head up and recuperate. We've probably all taken damage from these monsters. I will roll my athletics against your grapple check, sir. Yeah, yeah, that that's a thing I want to have happen right now. Oh, they're fight they're fighting now. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, this is happening. This is happening right now. Let's do it. Grapple check is just straight up and down strength, right? Uh no, it is it is athletics. Yeah. My su- I will I will shamefully admit my superpower is that I can roll the greatest on Dumb ass oh, yeah? rolls. Oh yeah. I rolled a, oh yeah. Okay. I rolled a nat twenty. Oh my god. Oh, we're, we're, we're in. Com- <laughs> I was gonna hey, say Annie? something stupid like my superpower is maintaining my depth perception through my eye patch, but this is somehow dumber. Hey Manny. Yeah. Manny. Yeah. We're in. Com- we're we're in a state of competing. Uh, competing nat twenties here. What? So. What? What's your athletic modifier? Five. Ooh. Hey, guess what? I'm a gorilla fish. Mine is plus nine. You did not win, sir. <laughs> oh, no, Torin's natural enemy. <laughs> Twilight chucks you. Wait yeah. a minute. Up atop the cliff. What about my aura of protection? Uh, you don't break your butt when you fall, I think is the win on that one. Yep. So, Twi- um, uh, <laughs> Torin says, quiet you, and Twirilla fish reaches back with their big gorilla fish arm, grabs Torin by the tail, and throws him on top of the cliff. So I get you where you want to go, but I do it in a very mean you way. You are not about to throw someone 200 feet vertically. That's a very nice move. With you, that- you can throw him up. Yeah, that's fine. I'll throw him as high up as I can. It doesn't change how funny it is. He smashes into more of those hot brass pipes. And uh, steaming hot liquids come pouring out as Torin falls back to the ground. How much does he take? Let's see. How high do we want to say you threw him with a plus nine? (laughs) Plus nine with a nat 20. You threw him 50 feet and he takes 22 fall damage. (laughs) Uh, Tyrell Fish is is, like, is chilling there on their, like, their their fist and just going... (laughs) Maybe half damage... Torn gets up and just stands there waiting. <laughs> waiting for what? <laughs> yeah, what are you waiting for? I'm waiting. Oh, Go ahead. No. Wait Make for... your next move. Waiting, waiting for Goodell? 
I think he's waiting for the spell to wear off. What is your passive perception, uh, Twilight, as a gorilla fish? Your passive perception. Passive perception as a gorilla fish. That's tied to wisdom. It's a 12. It would be your, your perception plus 10. Oh, okay. 14. 14. Oh, good. Okay. You are going to fail this check because your passive perception was too low. Sir Locke has come up behind you and put you in a, I hate to do this, headlock. (laughs) Could you please make another athletics check? Can he do that to me? He's still- I'm very big. He snuck up on you. Okay. So what am I making? Uh, Athletics check? Oh, that wasn't so good. That was a 15. 15? With your plus 9, you got a 15? Yes. Wow. Okay, I got a synthetic 19. Okay. So uh, Locke puts you in a headlock and says- Brother, I will not let this beast lay hands on you in such a manner. Uh, Locke is looking at you like, Disembowel this monstrosity! No, I have an idea. Oh no. And then I break out the chameleon pen, and I start coloring you orange. No! So that it will just keep on with you when you transform back. No! <laughs> yes. Well, how long, how, how long, how long will that take? It takes an hour of drawing on yourself with the pen to to change you to uh, to an, a color that affects you elementally. So but what about just aesthetically? An hour coloring on me? Uh, I think just aesthetically, it takes as much time as it would realistically take to cover someone in orange pen. So that would be to cover a gorilla fish in orange pen, sir. We'll call it a solid ten minutes. What? <laughs> I call shenanigans. So after a solid ten minutes, there is a completely orange gorilla fish twilight. Twilight, you are now bright orange, and uh, because of this, uh, hunters will not confuse you for a deer. (laughs) (laughs) Because that was a concern we had. I would hope not. Deer are giant, multi-antlered forest gods. Like, yeah, obviously not, but still. that, That we know run from the color orange, which is why if you ever see one and you have a fresh orange somehow, that's the only way to save yourself. Fun. Fun, fun, fun. Okay, cool. Uh, Twyrilla fish is pouting. Picture a gorilla fish pouting, and that is what I am doing. Yeah, so, uh, Locke lets go of you and gives Torin a high five. <laughs> and then we start climbing the ma- the cliff. Yes. Yeah. So what have you found down here? Uh, I got this wheel. Well, that's a very nice wheel. I plan to make it have lightning powers. What's with the pipes? Uh, they just pump those roids. We'll find the main heart of it and break it eventually. I think we sent a Poomancer and... Some dude to break a pipe that was near the main camp. You're, you're telling me you found a whole network of those pipes close together and you don't think that that might be a way to find where it's coming from? I thought we wanted to conquer this fortress up here first. Oh, for sure. It seems like you were handed an answer there. And we'll find that answer later. Twyrillafish hears this and, tur- and instead of climbing up, starts uh, going in the direction of the network of pipes. Okay. We're going to split the party. Where do you go, Vert? Twyrillafish. Well, hold oh. on. Before... Okay, yeah, Vert goes up. Uh, Twyrillafish, on your own. Uh, which way are you going? I don't think Vert answered. You just answered for him. He said up. Yeah. I listened. Oh, I, thought, describe... I thought he was just, like, laughing. He, he, yes, well, I mean, when he I laughs, it he sounds like, up, 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 up. Up, 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 Yeah. Uh, so, Vert... Um... You want to hitch a ride on my back and finally go with plan jetpack? I don't know that's how that works, Stell. Maybe if we get a series of chains and pulleys. 
Why would you need a jetpack then? No, to keep him on my back so he could use his fly spell and push forward. Hey, Ren, calm down, buddy. (laughs) While you guys are figuring this out, I'm going to give Ren some attention. So you guys do what you gotta do. I'm not sure what they're trying to figure out. Yeah, uh, so... We will figure out the mechanics of planned jetpack. (laughs) Eventually. It sounds like the plan is the the little man goes big spoon. (laughs) We strap him on my back, he casts fly on himself, and he flies, and I just... And we go along with it, and I fight while he flies. I just gotta give you a big hug, Dad, and I'll be jetpacked just like that. Why is Mayor Bucket here? Oh, no, I'm not. I just live with you inside your head. Oh, no. This is the voice you hear when you try to sleep. That's why it's only trying to sleep and not sleeping. <laughs> Vert's gonna float up to uh, the bridge again. Using your fly ability? Yeah. Well, I think fly was still active. Right, 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 right. Uh, yeah, no, you're back up there. People are just getting settled. You've only been gone a few minutes. So people are still recovering from the fight. Uh, Varn and Lady Victorious are getting together. Who's going to stay and make sure this area is secure and who's going to be the runner to go back and say that they want to move locations and use the entrance to the castle as their next stronghold. Have we even entered the castle to see if it's empty? Uh, As specified before, it is... Oh, I guess you weren't here. It is in lockdown. And according to the the devil Iffy that you interrogated and then murdered, it is in lockdown until Alfonso's brain... Uh, is returned to its place in the top of the tower, which essentially means that door is going to remain closed as long as you have Alfonso. I still say we're going to find the other two, like, parts of the wizards, and they'll all combine into one Voltron wizard. God, I hope so. That is going to be the squishiest Voltron ever, though. If the other wizards are also brains, please do not mash us all together. Is that not how brain surgery works? Uh, That's how brain surgery works. It is 100% not how brain surgery works. (laughs) I think that's how brain surgery works. And you can't... You can't say that it doesn't work until you try it. Vert, can you make a medicine check? Oh, yes. <laughs> 11. <laughs> You're not sure if that's how brain surgery works or not, but you have just but you have just publicly committed to a stance on it. <laughs> can Torin make an arcana check to see if it works? Yes. Oh no, that that is definitely a medicine check. <laughs> I rolled a 16 with no nothing in arcana. Torin, you are aware that brains can be switched via magic. <laughs> Why do I know this? <laughs> Why do you know this? You don't believe in magic. Yeah. It's his magic. Wizards can do all the crazy stuff. That's how. That's how. So, uh, yeah, Vert, you flew up. Locke climbs up on his own power and refuses assistance. That's good. I wasn't giving him any. When he gets to the top, Lady Victorious, usually so bright and cheery, stomps over to him and smacks him upside the head. Locke, you can't Wait. keep oh, doing Oh, okay, that. Locke. I was about to ask. Why would she slap Vert? No, she slaps him upside the head. He goes flying down back into the, the pit. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? He falls back down. Twyrilla fish sees, like, this Locke just... <laughs> Thwack. There is, there is a squish and then silence. Like finding one of Ren's presents as you go to the latrine at night. Oh, oh God, yeah. He always likes leaving them right on the way to the latrine. It's really unfortunate. He has the worst path ideas. Anyway, uh, no, she slaps Locke upside the head. And like, you can't keep doing this, Locke. It's like, there's literally nothing stopping me. There's no reason for me not to keep doing that. And she scowls at him and then... Like she was going to say something and then stomps away. Uh, Locke just looks back at you, Vert, and just kind of like shrugs. Vert just starts to nod. 
Like, mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Yeah. Everything's fine. Torn's just studying the severed head of the horned devil and it's like, how can I use this to make a weapon? I know the horns can be used, but it's like, how can I use the brain, the eyes, maybe the teeth, the skull? There's a bomb in here somewhere. I There's a bomb? It. No, I can make it into a bomb. Yeah, make an arcana check. I'll tell you what you know about it. Do do bombs exist in this world? Oh, sure. I wanted to make a magical EMP, and you kept whining. No, I'm magic. It might hurt me. Blah, 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 blah. I'm still... Yeah, we're still not doing that, sir. Um, Selena literally has a bandolier full of bombs, so... Yeah, bombs exist. What does a, uh, 16 again get me? <laughs> uh, you know that they are... Devils from one of the fiery planes of hell, as opposed to some of the icy ones. So you know that there is a condensed uh, pocket of fire magic inside each horn. What you do with that raw elemental power is up to you, but you do know that it exists. I know fire magic exists. That's not what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's all Torin says. He looks at the head and says, I know fire magic exists. How can I make this skull blow up? And then I just hook it back onto my belt and go like, all right, let's invade this castle. Do- uh, Locke, help me punch open this door. Of course, brother. And you guys start punching the door. It is made of essentially several huge trees that have been latched together, and then there is an iron gate uh, in front of that. Oh, okay, so you're saying it's made of wood? Wood and iron, yes. Bert, get over here and burn the door down. Like you were, I mean, like somebody allegedly burned down the maze. <clears throat> In the distance, you hear Twyrillafish go, <laughs> Quiet, you! <laughs> <laughs> he's funny because he's true. Uh, as you guys are working on uh, doors, Twyrillafish, where do I leave you? Wait, wait, is the door surrounded by drywall? Can I punch through that to cheat again? No, I've learned not to put drywall in this world anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you keep putting wood stuff in front of Vern. I don't know what the heck you expected. Twyrillafish. Yes? What are you doing? Yeah, so uh, Twyrillafish deciding that, like, handling the suit might be a bigger priority, at least from their perspective, um, which I think makes sense as a character choice. Um, Twyrillafish decides to kind of... Can, can I do an investigation check as fish and be able to like check out what's going on with the situation the pipes where they're leading stuff like that absolutely absolutely that is some D level question let's roll investigation <laughs> and uh my, my follow-up question to that is that i know that the gorilla fish has its own stats but since mentally i'm still twilight can i use my twilight investigation stat Yes, rules of polymorph are that your intelligence is still Twilight's intelligence. 25. Whoa! With an investigation roll of 25, you find that the flow of the soup heads eastward. And if you were to travel westward, then you would go to where the soup is coming from. Okay. Um, and, uh, Twyrilla fish knowing how, how much time, cause we've, it's only been a few minutes, so I still got most of my hour, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. So Twyrilla fish knowing that the only way we can accomplish much of anything is to really figure out the source of all of this is going to go in the direction of where the soup's coming from. All right. Uh, you start following the pipes along that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
In your bright orange skin and fur. Yes. And we'll jump back to the top of the... Almost said order. Top of the cliff. Torin and Locke are punching a door. They seem to be doing no visible damage. Vert? Can I pick up Vert and use Vert like a blowtorch? I mean, always. Which end are you pointing at the... No. Um, yeah, which Vert... end are you pointing at the door? <laughs> which end does your fire come out of? I taught him everything he knows. I haven't tried it the other way, but maybe it'll work. I don't I'm know. really disliking how omnipresent Bucket is now. <laughs> oh no, Bucket's hacking the feed. Lord Bucket. Um, so, uh, casting Firebolt against the door. Roll damage. Rolling damage. Are there iron hinges on the door? Uh, not that you can see. So what is the iron there for? It's a, it's an iron set of bars, a set of iron bars over the front of the wooden door. So that's going to be seven points of damage. Uh, Vert, as you fire your literal fire at the door, there is a bright reflective sparkle. Oh boy. As it, as it connects with the door and it bounces back and smacks you in the chest for that seven fire damage. I imagine it looks really funny. <laughs> um actually yeah it does damn no i was gonna say um it it could have blown him back a lot further because he was already flying so uh but it, no he's able to hold his position that's that's pretty manly he, well, <laughs> uh okay so yeah Ow! i don't think this um is is gonna be as easy as we thought uh, meanwhile, back down inside the ravine, Twyrillafish, you end up following these pipes around, and you realize this ravine, best, best you can tell from this angle, seems to circle around the entire illusory castle. And as you continue to make your way around, you eventually come to what seems like a natural termination point. That cluster of individual pipes, you watch as it shrinks down to a single, huge feeder pipe, several feet in diameter, that is breaking apart into all the different smaller pipes, more manageable pipes as they go. And as you follow this pipe along the inside of the wall, you reach a door. But you can't quite go directly to this door, because directly in front of the door is a half circle of white slimes. You've seen these slimes before if you've been in, as you've been investigating the jungle. So there is a gooey white half circle around a metal door that is inscribed with a familiar face. You saw this back in the farm of Cubique. The face of Portoblat is mm. is carved in the steel of the door. You see that these slimes forming this half circle are just sitting there. I'm trying to remember. Is Mo still with me, or did she poof? I feel like she's still with me. She got, she got poofed in the fight, and it takes an hour to summon her. Right. Okay. So no Mo. No mo, no mo. Okay, uh, Twyrillafish is going to try to wrench this door open with just brute strength. In order to get to the door, you will have to move past this half circle of white slimes. And when I say it's like, it's thick. Like, there is, there is no visible floor. There's like, they're like three deep surrounding this door. Can they, can they canonically look like, ha have you guys, have you guys ever played, uh, that game in the archives? It's called like, uh, Dragon Journey, I think is what it's called. They have those little slimes with the faces on them. Can they can they look like that? Because I think they're real cute. Actually, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a quick little jump in here. Normally, you want to make things look like or sound like whatever you want, and I'd be down with it. But in this particular instance, for whatever reason, mm -hmm. the shape of these slimes most closely resembles donuts, but without a whole without the hole going all the way through. Hmm. 
So a circle. Yeah, they're, they're circular. Can, can I roll a... What even work? I guess a nature check to see what these things are, maybe? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. You should do like everybody these days. Roll Arcana. That was that was an 11. Um, With an 11, uh, you go back through your extensive knowledge of creatures in your own mental bestiary. Uh, you know that they're, uh, that slimes are not animals, necessarily. Uh, they're, they are creatures usually of some kind of uh, organic energy, but that doesn't necessarily make them... What's the right word? Something akin to alive without necessarily being alive. Really, when you think about it, it's just more confusing. Do they... Do I know... Do I know if they can harm me? Just based on my knowledge of them? Like, do they... Uh, you have fought them before, and they tried to kill you, so I'm gonna go ahead and let you think about that. Oh, we did... Yeah, you're right, we did fight them before. Mm-hmm. It was, like, so long ago. Mm-hmm. Yep, Um. Okay, so, um, Twyrilla Fish is going to use all of their Gorilla Fish strength to leap towards the door. Like, over these slimes. Cool, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, athletics? Uh, I think, uh... I actually, I think you're good. I think as a gorilla fish, you could just leap it. Okay. Sounds good to me. Twirilla fish, you leap the pile of oozes, and you are in front of the door. And you make contact with the door as you land. The oozes behind you begin hissing and gurgling, but something about making contact with the door causes it to activate. And the face of Portablat begins to speak, and it says, Speak your true name. <laughs> Devil's blood detected. Speak your true name. Uh, and Twilight uh, polymorphs back into normal Twilight. You are orange. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh god. Uh, can I press to digitate my skin normal, or am I just stuck like this? Oh yeah, no, that would absolutely work. Oh, but that's less funny. Whatever, whatever, I don't got time for this. Uh, my name is Twilight. Hello? Speak your true name and enter. Um, Behind you, the semicircle of white slimes has begun to close in on you. I really don't want to do this. And Twilight gets real close to the door and whispers, Help in sight. Uh, The door opens. And beyond the door is a narrow grid of laser beams. Strock is this. Dun, 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 dun. There are inches between each laser beam. There's no way you'll be able to pass through without making contact with it. But behind you, that army of oozes seems to be growing. It's You see them actually climb out of crevices in the wall and begin to increase in number. Hmm. Uh, Twilight would like... Hold on. Looking at my sheet. I know what I want to do. I just have to make sure I have the spell slots for it. Do you have any mirrors, or can you fashion a mirror? No, but also, I don't know. I don't know that lasers are something that Twilight has run into before, so I don't know if they would know to do that. Quick, roll Arcana. <laughs> uh, is that okay, Mitch? Can I roll Arcana to see if Twilight is familiar with this? Absolutely. All right. And Arcana is tied to. Oh dear. Uh, that was an eleven again. You can see that. This is an evocation spell, some kind of fire or electricity spell, uh, based on small runes you can see uh, scrawled into the doorframe. You also notice runes that would indicate that this 
spell is tied to some kind of special circumstance. With an 11, you can't tell exactly what that circumstance might be. You're trying to read the runes and understand it. But um, Can I do a quick uh, up and down perception check to see if I see anything out of place? Anything that might indicate like a button or like anything like that? Mm, yeah, okay. That was a 16? Yeah, uh, on a 16, you can see that... Uh, you can see what's beyond the laser grid, for starters. You can see a long catwalk overlooking uh, some kind of glowing orange cavern that goes deep down into the uh, the underside of the illusory castle. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any buttons or anything. This laser grid looks like it's not... It doesn't deactivate under any circumstance. Uh, you can't see any buttons or switches or ways to deactivate it. It looks like it's meant to be always on. Could a cat fit in between all of those lasers, or is that still too thin? You give it a shot. Okay, so Twilight is going to take out their cat of the hat mm -hmm. and put it on their head and turn it into an adorable little purple kitty with a top hat. You're an orange kitty. I'm orange! You're still an orange cat. Oh no! Uh, make an ac acrobatics as a cat to avoid the lasers. Um... I gotta, I gotta pull up the cat character sheet. Break out your cat. Okay, um, that was a very naughty 20. Ooh, a naughty 20. That was a naughty 20. Mm. Yeah, you slide right through the laser grid uh, on a 20. It's very easy for you as a cat to do so nimbly and uh, dodge everything. The, the slimes start moving forward as though... Uh, they start hesitating forward, moving in inches and then stopping, inches and then stopping. One of them makes contact with the laser grid, and there is a hiss and a stream of smoke coming off of it. And it makes a, an angry, gurgling noise, the best you can tell. And then the semicircle of oozes pulls back and reforms. Did you make the... that sound for me? What does that sound like? If I had to guess. I'm in it. I'm in the scene. I'm in the scene now. It's good. Did you say if you had to guess? If I like, had to guess. Th this, creature, this creature that you created, you have to guess? Yeah, I'm guessing. Okay. Look, I, 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 don't, sure. I don't want my voice portrayal to interfere with the physical reality of the creature. I am an artiste, don't you know? Oh, uh, an artiste with three E's. Gotcha. And two C's. Anyway. And obviously. Uh, but yeah, you are through, and the oozes pull back the... Portoblat door slides closed, and all of the light coming from outside ceases. Now the only light source is an orange glow coming up from what seems like 50 feet below you. Okay, so moving forward, I'm going to stay a cat for now, um, but I would like to do two things. One, I want to be stealthy, and the other, I want to see if I smell anything, because I do have advantage on smell perception checks. As it's going to be a stealth check. And another kind of check. Uh, perception. Uh, that's a 15 for my stealth. Okay. And for my perception, I have advantage. Uh, okay, so for my perception, that was a 11. Uh, on an 11, what you notice is that below you are rows and rows of tiny square-ish rooms. With no ceilings, it reminds you a lot of the farm of Cubic. And inside each of these tiny square rooms with no door and no ceiling, just these just paneled walls, uh, there is a very buff person 
on each chair. Uh, they are chained to, to that chair, even though none of them seem to be struggling or attempting to get up. And they are lying there listlessly. As you look out, you can see there are hundreds of these people in these chairs and these rooms. And as you follow your line of sight across the horizon of this gaping cavern, you see at the very end is an enormous silver, pale gray statue of a devil. It is 50 feet tall with these big bulging flabs carved into it. And out of its mouth is an outpouring of familiar orange and red glowing hot like lava liquid. And on top of this statue is what looks like a giant carved crown for this devil. Sitting in front of that crown, sitting on a, a throne of what appears to be uh, round white objects, is the Platinum Devil. Sitting on top of the statue is the actual Platinum Devil. He's sitting on his throne. It, he looks bored based on, you know, first take. Like, he's got his his head is sitting on his fist. And he's just kind of sitting there overlooking things. Down below you, you realize that orange glow is coming from the liquid coming out of this devil statue. And it, it fills the entire space underneath the graded floor of this cavern. It smells... It smells like blood in here. Like, overwhelmingly smells of blood. So you've found what appears to be the heart of the soup operation. Hey, it's J Mark Accento here, broadcasting to you from the end of the world. Just a few announcements at this uh, mid-roll ad. Really quickly, I wanted to let you all know that Twilight Tries is officially on Twitch.tv, and we just made Affiliate, which is super exciting. Twilight Tries is the spiritual successor to Twilight's Terrors. I could not continue playing horror games every night uh, or every week. It just was not good for me. And so instead, Twilight will be playing uh, indie games. Right now, they're having a really fun time playing through Undertale. And like I said, we just made Affiliate, which I think means that a lot of people are supporting and coming out and showing support. So next goal is partner. So definitely check us out. We stream every Wednesday from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Following up to that, we are, of course, in an entirely new arc, which means that we need NPC names. Um, if you are interested in having an NPC named after you, please tweet, Instagram, and or Facebook about the show with the hashtag UnpluggedRising and tag us at TFUCast. I can't express enough how much it helps us to get the word out there. The only way our podcast can possibly thrive and become a household name is for you, the fans, to really help spread that word. So even if you have an NPC named after you, please continue telling people uh, peer pressuring your friends, just getting people to listen to it. I We're really proud of this thing we're making, and we want more people to know about it. 
And a quick reminder that our cosplay contest deadline is April 16th. You don't have to be a professional cosplayer to enter this contest. All we need is for you to really show us your passion, show us your creativity. You can even do closet cosplays to make this happen. None of the cast members are actually officially judging this contest. What we have instead are actual cosplayers who are extremely talented. Mo the Superhero, Zero Gravity, and Pandora Danger are all going to be looking at and reviewing all of the cosplays and providing feedback to help you improve as a cosplayer, but also to help us determine who the winners are. The rules are available on our Instagram, and make sure you're following us on Instagram at TFUCast so that you can enter. Anyway, that's it from me. Thank you so much for your patience during this mid-roll ad, and let's get back to the episode. Riley, are you free to talk? Uh, I mean, I'm listening to the game, but but yeah, yeah, sure. (laughs) How can I help you? I just wanted to apologize for how I treated you before. I know that you are not really Robin, and it was cruel of me to treat you like you are. That's okay. Robin is the absolute worst. I, uh, I I don't blame you. (laughs) See... She is. Well, uh, if, if that's all you came to talk about, I wanted to... I wanted to speak to you about your role with us. My role? Your ability to talk to the Sumers as Robin has a lot of pull. I think it would be a really effective way to end this war with as little bloodshed as possible and... No. But you're doing better and we could really... I'm sorry, Amelia, but... No. I only did that to help keep you all alive, and I'm sorry. I I thought I could do it, but I... I just can't. Consumers. On top of broadcasts from False Robin, I am inclined to inform you that the encroacher that was captured has been officially killed. When attempting to teach him of the importance of Potrobat Corporation and what Nadzmodoshik offers to Duraki, he became combative and violently attacked me before taking his own life. His cowardly strategy, one that is very common to encroachers. Remember, part of duty as citizen of Duraki and true reality consumer is to live long, healthy life. So be sure to be paying for top-notch insurance offered by Putrabot Corporation, very own Blue Sword. With Blue Sword Health Insurance, you will never be worrying about sickness ever again. After about 20 minutes of sitting around at the top of the top of the cliff waiting for Twilight to return, they still have not. 
uh, even Lady Victorious is starting to pace kind of nervously, and her scowly face when you know from her temper tantrum at Locke, uh, you know, even that has shifted to full on worry at this point. Yeah, I think maybe we should redirect our efforts since it doesn't look like we're getting in here anytime soon. Yeah, based on based on the effort you've put in so far, the door is completely unscathed, and the magic you fired at it came bouncing back at you. You want to go looking for uh, Twilight there? Bird directs that at, at Locke and Torn. Oh, I'd love to go with you. Hopefully we'll find more devils to murder. Well, I suppose we're not getting anywhere with this door, and then, like, he's sneaking up on it, turns around to punch it again. Uh, yeah, no damage. No visible damage. You, you. It's not that the door wasn't paying attention to you, man. I try punching the, like, where it connects to the building around it. Yeah, you punched a stone wall, man. Did I do any damage? <laughs> Fine. Can't magically protect stone. Yeah, but I know it's HP. So, uh, 12. While you guys are trying to break in, you suddenly hear this giant rumble, and then Twilight bursts out of the out of the cavern with this a bunch of liberated people. And says, Viva la revolution! <laughs> Why were they kidnapping Mexicans? Wait, what? <laughs> oh yeah, I rolled a 12. Does that hit? No, no, you do no damage with 12, no. All right, then I will tactically pull out the bottle of oh, he's dragon turtle stomach acid I have and see what that does to the stone. Oh. I pour a drop on the stone to see if it eats away at it. It does start to eat away at the stone a small amount. And then I back up a little bit and use my acid blast on that stone there. Sure, and using your acid blast, uh, go ahead and roll damage. 3d6, because I'm not at 11th level yet. So that's a 6, a 3, that bounced out, and a 5. So 3, 6, 5. Uh, 3, 6, and 5 altogether is 14. You managed to put uh, maybe a, a, you managed to put a divot in the stone wall. That's maybe as tall as Vert and half as deep. But you still see Greystone. And then I throw the rest of the bottle of dragon, st- or dragon Turtle's stomach acid at that divot to see if I can dig through more. It does 1d10, so let me see. I'll give up if we can't break through this door, and then we'll travel down to follow Twilight. Watch him get through, too. So that's a 10. Wow. We'll say you've about doubled the depth of the divot, but it's still gray stone. This wall is remarkably thick. It looks like it could take siege fire. And then I break up my <laughs> great sword and just start kind of hitting at it like with a pick to see if I can't break through. Yeah, go ahead and roll damage. But at this point, Lady Victorious is going to... You've drawn attention to yourself. And Lady Victorious runs over. He's like, Torn, what are you... What are you doing? We don't I want... swear this worked with a door puzzle once. If we're turning this place into our new base of operations, it's specifically because we can't be attacked on two flanks. If you open a door into the castle, we'll be more vulnerable. We can't conquer a castle if we can't get into it. We might not need to. They might all be imprisoned inside in the lockdown. Yes, and we can kill them there and own it. Yeah, Locke is standing next to you like, he's got a good point. We can kill them all. Can Locke join me in hitting it with our weapons? He does. I'll make an attack roll for Locke. Six, and a one. So seven for the damage on the strike. But I'm a paladin, so I get to strike twice in combat. 
Uh, yep, and Locke did 15. Oh, and he nat 20. So a 5 and a 3. So the first one was 7, and then an 8. Okay. 7 and 8 is 15. Locke got a, uh, a 15 and a 23. And you guys just start hacking away at bits of the castle. Uh, till there is a, yeah, there's a small hole in it now. Can we reach around the door now? I'm trying to reach for the doorknob. It's a castle door. It's like 50 feet high. It doesn't have a doorknob. Can Vert fit through there? Yeah, I think Vert could probably squeeze by. All right, Vert. Oh, no. Go in there, see if you can find the door controls, and failing that, kill everything and find Twilight. I'm not there! <laughs> Why are you doing this? <laughs> Wait, I thought you followed around and like, I thought you went in like a back door of the castle. Did you go to a completely different building? Yes! I was oh. down in the, is that why you've been doing that this whole time? Uh, no. Kind of. Well. No, the reasoning is actually a mystery that is long lost to science. <laughs> I thought we were all in, still at the same like building. Yeah, it's the same building, but Twilight went into a door that's in a ravine 200 feet below you. Is this not connected to the ground at all? It's a floating castle. I mean, it's connected to the ground in the sense that, like, they're built into the same plateau of, of like, cliff. Um. Yeah, I thought it was like a door in the cliff. <laughs> no, okay. So no. he went. All right, then just. <laughs> all right, then we still have split party, so it's like, all right. Mert, you go in there, try to find the door controls. I'll go find Twilight. Um. Vert kind of does a back and forth look at the whole. Entorn, the hole, Entorn. <laughs> uh, I believe in you. <laughs> and maybe you'll find dragonborn ladies in there. Huh? Huh? Come on. Baby army. Locke says, eh, once you've had one dragon lady, you've had them all. Virgil like whips her <laughs> and stares at him. What? My mom might be around here somewhere. I. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> Is Locke your dad? What? What'd you say, Jay? Didn't we come this way because we were looking for his mom? How do we end up in this situation? (laughs) Because I said we came here, we went in this direction to find Bert's mom. And then Mitch was like, all right, you're at a castle. You said you wanted to find the big obvious thing in the distance. I said we went in that direction because we thought the mom was in that direction. You're the one who took (laughs) us directly to the castle. Well, as you were searching, this is the only thing you found. You know, besides like more... Trees and dinosaurs. All right, is Vert going in the hole or not? Uh, and that's a multi-tiered question. That is a very, <laughs> very deep question. Golly, I kind of do, but I kind of don't. This is this is hard. I'll leave it up to you, Vert. Do we go find Twilight, who is probably just wandering around lost and with monkey brains, or do we invade a castle? There might be gold and things to kill. Uh, all right. I'm going to do an even odd on a D6. Evens we go in. Well, evens vert goes in odds. Uh, well, Kevin, why not do evens odds on a D4? First, do evens odds on a D6. If it's evens, do it on the D6. If it's odds, do it on the D4. And then do an even odds. Oh. What? No. Why? Stop. What, why are you guys doing? I just want to know what happened to Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who gave us the ability to see what we were doing. That was your fault. <laughs> Bird shimmies into the hole. Yes, you shimmy into the hole. Inside is total darkness, but you can hear the leathery flap of a small set of wings nearby. Is it total darkness? I guess for your gnome eyes it wouldn't be, would it? 
Hmm. Ha! He has dark vision, I shout into the hole. <laughs> In the gray of your dark vision, uh, you don't see anyone flying around within the, I believe you have a 30-foot range on your dark vision. Uh, I think so. 60. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, on the 60-foot range, what you can see is that you are in a, a graystone room. It still looks gray in your dark vision anyway, but it's graystone. Uh, around you, there is a, or I, I should say directly above you, going up to the ceiling, is a system of levers, pulleys, and giant gears that look connected to the big castle door. And then uh, directly in front of you is the main foyer of the castle that leads off into darkness past your dark vision. To your right is the a door where you can kind of see the, the walls of it. By which I mean like a, it's like a closet, but kind of sitting there. Like a small room or a guardhouse. Okay. Uh, how many levers are there? Uh, you don't visibly see the levers, but you can see a system of chains and pulleys. Uh, if you follow it, uh, go over a few more feet into your dark vision, you spot that the chains and pulleys travel down the wall and into that little uh, that little room. I would like to use a mage hand to try and um, pull on one of the chains that is looks like it's attached or, or going into that. Absolutely. Yeah, you start tugging on uh, one of the chains, and it's just got too much tension on it. It's too heavy for the 10 pounds of force that limits your, your mage hand's abilities. Uh, as far as, like, trying to pull it to, to open or close the door. Okay. Bert. Bert. This is Ghost Torin. Blast the chains. Break yes. everything. Use your drill to pierce the heavens. Uh, Vert cast invisibility on himself. You're invisible. And I'm a ghost. I can still see you. <laughs> <laughs> kind of walks over very quietly. Uh, sneaks over to the little guard shack um, thing and sort of peers in. Well, you're like peering through like the keyhole. Yeah. It seems to have a series of levers inside of it and uh, no one manning the station. Are there posters of devil bikini models? There is now that you've said that. Oh, God. What? Don't give them that power. Uh, no, there absolutely is now. Like, posted on one wall. It's like like an imp, like, plog, but it's in, like, a, like just a bikini bottom and, like, looking, like, down and away from you. Ooh, saucy. Does the door to this guardhouse thing appear to be uh, locked? It does not. All right. I'm going to... Very carefully and slowly open the door just enough that I could get in. Absolutely. I have one more question. Is there a poster of a purple Debilica, but on a horse and carriage version of a Corvette? If you can tell me what that is, then I'll put it there. Yeah, what is a Corvette? I have no idea. It's, a, it's an ancient car, you Philistines, and cars are ancient flying mobiles. And ancient flying mobiles are ancient drones. We know what cars are. We just never heard of a Corvette, you dick. Vert, as you go to enter the guardhouse, uh, you feel a sharp pain in your in your lower back as you are stabbed. Hmm. Yes, very dramatic, I know. Make a constitution saving throw for me. Wait, is he within ten feet of me? No, he's on the other side of a big stone wall. You put him there. This is your fault. That's a 16? Ooh, you're gonna save. 
Uh, so you'll only take half as much poison damage as something was tracking you as you turned invisible. If you remember when I said you went into the room, you also heard a leathery flap of tiny wings. Mm-hmm. But you did not see what those tiny wings were coming from. And they tracked you as you turned invisible and you have been stabbed in the moment when you opened the door by an imp, much like Plog. He stung you with his magic tail and you will take bop, 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 five piercing damage. Vert, are you okay? And then five poison damage as you saved. All right. And roll initiative. Wait, I have an idea and I want you to tell me if it can work. Okay. What's your idea? But I, I also want to know if I n- can see through the hole if Vert's in trouble. Can you see through the hole with your dark vision? That you don't have? Okay, can I shout out to Vert and ask how he's doing? In a second, in a second. How'd you do, Vert? Uh, 13. You're first. So uh, you are still invisible, but you have been stabbed. The imp, because it attacked, is no longer invisible. But he is inside you, for what that matter. Vert cast banishment on it. Oh my god. <laughs> All right, uh, he's going to make a charisma save? Con save? What am I uh, saying? It is... A charisma saving throw. A not one. <laughs> yes, intruder, you will never... And he's gone. <laughs> he's banished uh, as long as your concentration holds for the next minute. Uh, in the room is a, is a series of levers. You see three levers. Any indication as to what the levers control? Each of these levers has two labels on it. The... Label if the lever is in the up position is open, and the label if the lever is in the down position is closed. And there are three of them. They are all in the closed position? Currently. Raise the first one up. And you hear a series of levers and pulleys and gears begin to turn and crank outside. There is a the you know, the tink 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 of metal and chains. Uh, and then the gate stops short. Uh, do the second one? Yep, you absolutely start pulling the second one, and you feel a you feel a rush of magic being disenchanted. Uh, you feel this sort of like buzzing energy in the air, sort of like uh, like when you're standing real close to an electric light suddenly goes silent. Okay, and then the last one. Yep, and you pull the third one, and the gate uh, the gate falls open almost too fast. And a klaxon begins blaring of breach, breach, breach. All right, we've got the door open. Now to find the lights. Vert casts Alter Self to look like the imp that was (laughs) just poking him. Absolutely, you look like the imp. Outside, the door has fully swung open. Torin, you see that there is a gaping darkness laying out available to you. Lady Victorious is standing there with her her hands over her head like, our, our new headquarters. Yes, we can now go in and conquer our new headquarters. She draws her spear and she says, well, if you can't beat him, take out your anger on something. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Victorious is the best. Hey, Mitch, if Lady Victorious dies, I will riot. I just want you to know that. (laughs) It's fine. Back inside the, uh, for lack of a better term, soup kitchen, Twycat, you hear a klaxon begin to blare that screams, Breach! 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 
And the Platinum Devil, you see him look up at his chair, look up at the ceiling, and look back down in boredom. And he goes, oh, still got a few more minutes before it's time. Hope those idiots upstairs can take care of whatever that is. What should I do? Maybe a tea. I could have a tea. But he doesn't move. Is he rolling to make tea? No, he's just sitting there. Seemed to be. He seems to be just thinking out loud to himself about tea. He is distracted. He's not paying any attention to you. So Twilight um, is going to sneak around, uh, make sure they're well hidden before they pop their, their cat, hat of the cat off and turn back into normal form, because I need to be normal Twilight to do what I want to do next. Let's say that your stealth roll carries through. Okay. Um, and then Twilight is going to pick a point in this area that is... Uh, is there, like, an exit to this area at all? Like, that's not, not where I came from, but, like, where the Platinum Devil looks like he could go? There is a door in this room that is... Uh, if the way you're facing forward right now is north, then there is a door to your west. It is, it is on, the, it is on the, the ground floor of this chamber, where you are on the catwalk 50 feet up. Right now, this catwalk just walks straight ahead. At, it walks directly to the Platinum Devil, honestly. Okay, so Twilight would like to do two things, if you'll let me. Uh, um, maybe. It depends on if I think it's funny to shut you down. Yeah, so I would first like to cast Prestidigitation to make a loud exploding sound happen. Uh, beyond the west door. I suppose what you would hear from the other side of that door is you would hear, you hear a voice go, honestly a kind of familiar voice, but not quite, uh, go, oh, oh, now what was that? Okay. And Twilight's gonna do it again. And this time it's gonna be a different kind of loud noise. Like the first one was an explosion, this one's gonna be like something else, like something breaking. After that, I think that door slides open and a a devil walks in who has the same silhouette as debilica like the same wings the same uh you you would guess maybe these are of the same species only uh this one's hair is a poof of curly red uh and it's so big on her head that you can't see any horns on her what's her skin tone uh she is dark purple and uh, she says Marty, darling, there seems to be some kind of ruckus or commotion going on. I haven't decided which yet. But he says, mm. Yes, I... I heard the klaxon. I'm sure we can all hear the klaxon. And she's like, are you going to do anything about that, Marty? Mm. Incon, return to your post, please. I... Uh, it's not going to be safe in here in a minute. Better go make the dumplings. Oh, you're doing that now. Oh, okay, yes. And uh, she runs out of the room and she waves her hand and the door slams shut and there is a hissing sound as the door seals and the uh platinum devil stands up and he walks around to the back of the uh the back of the statue and you hear him sort of knock on it and it makes a sound like like bone on bone and he says all right now you old galoot it's time to really put in the work Seems we're running out of time here, and even though we're waiting for a few more arrivals, we're just going to have to start pumping. Now get to it, you old creature. And he just starts stomping on this thing's head, and you realize the statue is in fact not a statue, but a giant living devil. And as the platinum devil begins to beat on it, it's 
what's the right word here? Consistency? Volume? It's volume of, of expulsion increases dramatically. And you can see on the floor, 50 feet underneath you, uh, I should say, well underneath that floor, that layer of lava-like soup begins to rise. It's rising up to the hollow grated floor and onto this, this level of chained, vaguely incapacitated people. Okay. Um... You might want to try to get a message to the party. You fight, you're basically fighting a giant kaiju plus the guy who shrugged off a smite. Well, that well, yeah. So Twilight's first gonna uh, that that was part of the plan. Thank you. Just to establish that I'm not metagaming. Uh, Twilight is gonna use message on Vert and Torin as well. So two separate messages, but it's all it's all prestidigitations. Um, and go, guys. It, just in my head. Obviously, I'm not saying this out loud. Guys, I found the location of where all the soup's coming from, and the Platinum Devil's here. The soup looks like it's it's part of this this other devil's body or something. I don't know. What? I'll kill him. Okay. Well, and then Torn just turns to the group. It's like you all conquer this entryway. Vert, let's go kill. To to go back to Vert's point of view, a series of devils that uh, look reminiscently like uh, Paralis, and uh, and uh, another group wielding uh, their bodies are just covered in thick spines start running towards the front entrance. They are weapons hot, man. They are locked and loaded. There's five of these devils running forward. Who broke the who broke the lockdown? And Locke sees them and draws his greatsword and he lets out a holler of four Hercules and rushes into the fray. And while he does that, Torn's gonna turn to the rest of the group. It's like, alright, this is why we brought you. We need you to keep them busy. I just heard voices in my head that told me there's a more important fight somewhere else. Conquer this entryway. Conquer this castle. Vert, we must go kill things. Where is Vert? Varn is standing next to you, Torin, as you give this order, and she's like, So you opened the door to start a fight, to leave us to fight it for you, and now you're leaving to go fight another fight at a different place? There is a platinum devil that I really want to kill. She... Gives an exasperated sigh and draws her viol off of her back and starts just silently walking towards the entryway, shaking her head. Victorious. Go be victorious. She shrugs at you. She's like, you know, I'm the... That's fine. And then she rushes in. Other people that came with us that I forget. Go fight. They do. Vert, what do you do? Oh. Twilight hearing Torn say this via message goes, wait, wait. Uh, and Twilight casts one more uh, message and goes, Selena, come with us. You're the only one who can really analyze this soup. Go with Torn and Vert. Got it. What's that about soup? I was planning to kill a demon or devil. Selena's, Selena walks behind you, Torn. She's like, did you hear it? I'm with you. All right. Where's Vert? Because <laughs> if I remember right, he altered himself into an imp and then we did nothing with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Currently, he's disguised as an imp. Uh, hold on, guys. I need a type of suffering. Kevin, since you're the imp, name a type of suffering. Uh, boils? Boils. All right, cool. From your position in the guardhouse, you can see this fight breaking out, Vert. What do you do? Vert pops out of the guardhouse and tries to slip out the front. Boil pops out of the guardhouse. The boil pops. (laughs) One of the devils goes... But does he lock and drop it? Oh, definitely. He starts dancing as one of the one of the spined devils says, Boyle, help us kill these intruders. 
I saw the one that broke in. It just went out and down into the ravine. I'm going to go get it for us. Deception check. Doing it. <laughs> Roll deception while you're breakdancing. Uh, that's a 23. Who knew Vert was such a good actor? <laughs> the uh, the spine devil looks at one of the bearded devils and is like, That Boyle, he's always on the job, I tell you. All right, Boyle, you go get him. We'll hold down the fort for you. Love you, boo. He's a loose cannon cop, but God, does he get results. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, one day I'll work as hard as Boyle. I'll get to be in charge of the guardhouse. Oh, oh, bad things. Miss you already, Boyle. <laughs> Vert makes his way down. Be back in time for lunch. Is there a devil police chief shouting at Boyle while he runs off? I guess, yeah. They're just like, they're mid-fight. Like, Locke is is in combat with this spine devil and is like, You fight like a weakling. You're nothing like Boyle. <laughs> and then Locke decapitates him. Uh, So, Vert, yeah, you're free. You rejoin Torin and Selina. <laughs> And we be- and let's just say we begin to climb down the cliff while Vert flies and we all head towards Twilight and we cut back to Twilight. <laughs> totally. You guys take off at a sprint as you get to the bottom of the, of the uh, ravine. Uh, Twilight. Twycat. Twilight is looking down at this creature. And tell me again. So it's just expo- it's just it's just sitting in one spot but getting a bunch of stuff coming out of it, right? Yeah, and it's making a sound like... If, if I heard the description right, it's a giant, basically a giant monster puking constantly. Uh, it's a giant fat devil. Okay, so I I want to cast fear on this giant creature. Oh my god. And I want to try to scare the ever-living shit out of it. Roll for it. Let me see if they're even affected by that. Uh, uh, immunities. Yeah, go ahead. Mess me up, Daddy. Um, you have to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's... Oh, God. Hey, 19. Okay, and Twilight is going to be like, no, this needs to work, and is going to cast it a second time. Well, first things first, as you went to cast it the first time, it definitely knew something was trying to fear it. As you cast fear from across the room, the yellow jaundiced eyes of this incredibly fat creature turn slowly to look directly at you. And the whole room begins to shake as it stands up and begins to move towards you. Okay, uh, okay then, uh, let's go ahead and, um... Mitch, can I talk to you? Oh, uh... Yeah, guys, let's call it here. It seems like a good stopping point, and we've been playing for like an hour anyway. Oh man, I really uh, okay. All right, R Ren was meowing earlier, so I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go take him for a walk around the labyrinth, I guess. Wait, Jay, wait up. So, how can I help you? I wanted to talk to you about Riley. All right, go on. I want them to help us by doing more counter broadcasts as Robin. Look, I. I don't know about that, Amelia. I mean, Riley's been through a lot already, and- And they were more effective in stopping Larong and Poacherblit than we have been in years. <sighs> Alright, look, you're right, and I know you're right. It's- it's just that- right... I'm just asking you to try. Please. They're close to you. I am sure they would listen. 
Okay, I'll try. Consumers, after speaking with Ned's motor chief to expand scope of Duraki Police Department responsibilities, Duraki Police Department will be performing daily random raids on housing complexes in city. You will not be knowing when it has happened and you will not be knowing where. This is intended to capture a escaped encroachers. I know you are listening to broadcast, so know that you are not safe. And you will be found and prosecuted. That is it from me. Do not be forgetting to pay your Blue Sword health insurance bill and keep living your truth. Because Nadsmodelchik orders it. See, I told you, I told you there's nothing. You can do. What? What did you do? Oh, nothing. Yet. Just, just tell me. Just, just tell me what you're planning. I... Uh, uh, uh. Surprises wouldn't be surprises if you didn't wait. Darling. You're going to have to use my wonderful voice, and then you won't be able to stop me from making my full encore. <laughs> please, please just let me go. Hey everyone, Jmark again, and thank you so much for tuning in to that episode of Tabletop for the End of the World. Really excited that we're well uh, on our way in... Really excited that it is already 2021 and that we're still going strong. I think this is the longest ongoing project I personally have ever worked on. And it's really inspired me to work on some other projects on the side as a part of We Are Heroes Productions, LLC, but also just you know, personal projects, things that I've always wanted to create. And part of that encouragement comes from just all of you really appreciating this artsy thing that I've made with my best friends. Um, so thank you for that. Quick update to everybody is that... So I don't really have much to say here at the end roll. Um, quick update as far as merch goes is that at the end of March, we will be removing a lot of our merch from the merch store. So if you wanted to get something before it's gone for good, be sure to check us out on teespring.com slash store slash market. I hope to finish designing a whole bunch of new merch to go on the merch store. Some of our newer things that are out, like the fanny pack, uh, will still be on there. And remember, this year is all about the planet. So 10% of all of our sales will be going directly towards the Environmental Defense Fund. Anyway, that's it from me. The next episode will be out two weeks from today, not one week, even though this one was a week late, because that actually puts us back on our normal schedule. So the next episode will be on March 20th. Thanks, everyone, and remember... The Overseers are always watching.